Hello, and what is up with all of you beautiful, handsome, amazing people out there? Welcome back to The Uncensored Woman. I am your host, Heather Christine, and today we are back with Season 2, Episode 3, Removing Toxicity from Your Life. This is so very key in anyone's life. You know, it can also be a very, very hard thing to do because often toxicity isn't just like places and things. It's also people like friendships and relationships that you have to set back and reevaluate and people especially are hard to let go of. So we're going to go over that and how to get you more focused and how to let in more positive energy versus negative energy. I think everybody could use this word no matter where you are at in life. This is such a vital part of life. But before we do that, I did want to say hello. I am back on a Friday. Um, I don't know Maybe I should change up my episodes to Fridays. They actually, uh, fact, they seem to be doing better on Fridays. I mean, they were doing really well on Wednesdays, but they seem to be doing a little bit better on Fridays. So I may just move it. Um, I'm trying to get in as many episodes as I can before I go under surgery because I don't know the next time after that uh, when I'll feel like recording. So I may pre-record a few episodes so I can post during recovery from surgery so I don't have to do anything but post. I know I'm going to pre-record for for my YouTube. And I know in the last episode I said I put a link in the uh, notes and my show notes for my YouTube channel, but I totally forgot to do that. So my link for my YouTube channel will be in the notes below. Um, There are two videos on there so far. There'll be a third one by the end of the week. The first one is talking about, you know, briefing you guys really on, you know, my addiction, my journey after addiction. And the second video is on mental illness. And the second video drew a lot of people in. Um, I was so happy about that. I cried. Uh, So, you know, because when you first begin, you don't really expect anybody to like or comment or anything because you're not known. So it just, it it was kind of cool that people still found me. Um, As always, Please download The Uncensored Woman. If you are on iTunes, give it a review. It helps me out so much. I know y'all get tired of me saying this, but it absolutely does help me out so much. Share it. Tell your friends and family. Um, As always, I love all of you that are out there that are loyal listeners to this show. You all have touched my life in so many ways and made a dream of mine come true. You absolutely have, and I absolutely love you all for that. But yeah, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop on, hop on, (laughs) you know, sometimes I don't edit this stuff out because it's so funny. You guys have no clue sometimes how hard it is to talk, just simply talk into whatever your microphone, your phone, whatever it is. Sometimes it gets pretty hard, but yeah. We are actually going to hop on into the main segment. All right, let's get started. Okay, so I just want to clear this up. 
I realized when I was listening to my intro, I was laughing so hard at myself because like I was acting like, you know, I became famous on YouTube overnight. You guys, I don't ever want to exaggerate or over exaggerate anything. Um, literally on my mental health video or on any of my videos. Okay. I didn't expect anyone to watch it. Uh, maybe a few family or friends, but usually as sad as it is, family and friends don't support you as much as strangers. Um, I don't, I mean, some families may and friends may, but I just found that out as I've been going. Um, some of them just don't see your vision and it's often strangers that see your vision and your family and friends may tag along as you grow, but oftentimes it is strangers discovering you. So what it was on the mental health video is like I had four or five comments, um, one from a woman that, you know, has a lot of subscribers and I don't know if it was my tags or what, but it just made me feel really accomplished because honest to God, if you look at the stats, your first few, your even first five or 10 YouTube videos, a lot of people don't get attention on them. Um, they don't get views on them. You have to build momentum. And um, so it just, I don't know, it just, I, I, I feel like it was God telling me I'm going in the right direction. Because honestly, when you put yourself out there, you have to go with the frame of mind that you're going to get judged. People are going to say something about it, you know, that knows you. Um, and some people just will watch it to laugh at it. Some people won't watch it and they'll gossip about it or same goes with the podcast. They'll listen or they won't listen, but they'll gossip. So you really have to have, um, uh, a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to have a good amount of self-esteem. Um, so, you know, last year I took a, a huge journey, um, like with self-discovery and self-love and figuring myself out because without that, I would never be able to do this or that because with the podcast, I've had some negative things drawn into, uh, people, you know, email my business email, and, you know, I've had somebody tell me to go jump off a bridge. I'm nothing but a junkie, blah, blah, blah. So you really have to love yourself to do this stuff. But yeah, like I said, the link for my YouTube will be down below. Um, And I was also laughing because this episode is called Removing uh, Toxicity from Your Life. And let me tell you what. I get so tongue-tied when I say that, that I almost wanted to change my whole title. I don't know why I've never been able to say that word correctly, uh, toxicity. I'm doing it right, right now, but that is because you guys would not believe I have practiced saying that word, like, for a straight hour, okay, because I knew I was going to do this episode, all right, podcast problems, I promise, um, but yeah, I thought this was a really, really important topic because, um, you know, as we get older, this is an important move to make um, because you want to be at your best and you want to have the best type of energy around. And so last episode, you know, welcome to your dirty 30s. So we kind of touched on this and having good energy around and having the type of friends that uplifted you and the, you know, friends with ambitions and goals, because you want to surround yourself with the best of the best, or you want to surround yourself with the people that are looking in the same direction as you. 
because, you know, you are who you spend the most of your time with. And that's just a simple fact of like psychology of humans. Um, that's not something that came out of my brain. That's not my opinion. That is a fact. Um, but before we, you know, start going over the, the key points of this episode, let's first dive in to what toxicity means. So the definition of toxicity is the quality of being toxic or poisonous. So here's the thing. I know that you all may know that it means that, you know, but sit and really think about it. Um, Because like I said, oftentimes we, places and things might be easier, but we have such a problem letting go of people, even if we know that they're toxic or even they're not toxic, but we're toxic for each other. It's so hard to let go of people because as humans, we need people. We're drawn to people. And especially if you've had that person in your life for years, especially if it's a very intimate, romantic relationship, it's so hard. But you have to make these moves to advance in life and to make you your better self because chances are, If you're dealing with a toxic person and you're staying with them or you're remaining your friend, their friend, you're probably becoming toxic yourself and you're picking up on their toxic traits. And that's the last thing that you want to do. Their energy is rubbing off on you. Um, Trust and believe you really, really do not want that issue. Believe me. Okay, so... First, we're going to start off with, oh, and by the way, I just wanted to tell you guys that you all, I love you all so much. All of these episodes are literally pages and pages and pages of study and notes. Um, I have decided with my tax money, I am investing in a Mac computer because obviously now I'm editing videos too. And yes, I am editing videos and this podcast on my phone and it gets so hard Um, and my phone storage. I have a lot of it, but you know, I have kids and I take a lot of pictures of them and now I'm recording videos too. And um, my storage goes really fast, even though there's a bunch of it on here. And I was like, you know what, I've gotten to the point where I'm, you know, this podcast is becoming more and more successful. I started a YouTube, I need a freaking computer. And not only that, but it would, it would be so much better. Like my hand cramps up easily. It would be so much better to be able to type out my notes on a computer and just have them stored in dot in Uh, different documents per different episode um, because I'm telling you when I say pages and pages and pages of notes and thoughts I do that every single episode I, I put a hell of a lot of work into these episodes a lot more than you all think and so whether you listen to me all the time or whoever you listen to podcast wise whoever you watch YouTube wise have respect for them because it may sound easy or look easy, but there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and there is a lot of work that is done behind the scenes that takes a lot of time. Um, so 
anyways, so that's why sometimes like I'll stumble on my words when I'm reading because admittingly, I do get tired of writing sometimes and my writing will get really sloppy and I'll go back and I'll try to read it and I'll be like, Heather, what the hell is this supposed to mean? Like (laughs) trying to decipher it when my notes come to an end, I can tell when I'm getting tired because I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about now because it's scribbles. It's like a doctor's handwriting by the end. But with this episode, we are going to start with bad friends and I will let you all know why I started with this after I you know I get finished with my notes on the page so bad friends it's hard to admit that a once great friendship has went bad but if your friend has turned possessive controlling passive aggressive puts you down pushes your boundaries etc it's time to let go. And I don't care who you are, especially if you're a woman. I feel like us women have real deep connections. And especially if you've been friends with this person for a very long time, it's almost like going through a breakup with a friend. It's very hard. And um, there's one person in particular that I can think about you know, we kept on trying to work on our friendship over and over and over and over again. And every time it would fall out. And this last time I was finally like, you know, God, what do I do? You know, because every single time I was being painted out to be the bad person, even if I apologized 5 billion times and I would sit here and I would cry. And then I, you know, like, Thoughts would be put into my head. Words would be put into my mouth that I wasn't even going to say. And I was finally like, you know, you can't save something that's so broken. And all this is doing is draining her and it's draining me too. And we're just going to have to go separate ways. You know, whether this person still has respect for me or anything anymore, I cannot worry about that because I know that I tried my hardest, Um, you know, I will never disrespect this person or talk down on their name or anything like that. But I had to realize that it was toxic on both ends and it was time to let go and elevate because there was nothing left to do to repair that friendship. Um, And so you really need to look around right now at your friends. If you're having any of those problems or anything else that seems off to you, maybe it's time to learn to let go. And letting go is not always a bad thing, you guys. Sometimes you can love somebody with your whole heart, but you just can't be around them anymore because it's draining you and your energy and you can't fix it. Some things just can't be fixed. And I'm a fixer. I like to fix everything, which is why I found out I always attracted like broken men because it's the mom in me. I want to fix people. I want to help people, you know, like um, if you've ever been my friend, you can't say otherwise, you know. I'll give everything I've got. I'll buy you dinner. I'll give away clothes. I'll give your kids clothes. I'll make sure you don't go hungry. Um, Any little thing that you need, I will do. But when you are like that, you oftentimes get run over. And there's a point 
where you have to draw the line and say enough is enough. If you don't appreciate me for who I am, you're never going to appreciate me. And, you know, I respect you that you, maybe you need to go your separate way. So please respect me and know that I need to go my separate way. We can love each other from a distance, but we can no longer speak. And that's that. It doesn't make them an evil person. It doesn't make you an evil person. So today, I want you all to reevaluate the friendships in your life because that could really be hindering you from moving forward. Okay, next up is taking a break from social media or deleting it all together. And I know in this uh, world and in time, that is a very hard concept, even if you want to admit it, especially if you do any type of work on social media, like YouTube, or podcasting, or you uh, post pictures for brand deals and companies and stuff like that. But sometimes we need a break for our mental, uh, for clarity, for self-discovery and just to you know relax and enjoy things in actual real time real life and you know even if it's just one platform like right now um I deactivated my Facebook and my messenger like a little over a week ago um because out of all my social platforms Facebook tends to depress me a little bit more. I don't know why. I think it's because Facebook can tend to be a little bit more on the negative side. And I am guilty of that as well. You know, um, I am one of those people that has used my Facebook as a diary. I admit it. I've been there. I've done it a trillion times. And, you know, people are often more hateful on Facebook. Um, I can't remember who um who said this, but one time somebody had an attitude and somebody else said I I think it was a video I was watching, but somebody said, um, take it down and stop being so Facebook, get a little bit more Instagrammy. And it was so funny because I always say Instagram is such a a better place. It's a more positive place. So even if it's one platform, it can greatly help you. And, you know, um, admittingly, when I have my Facebook up and I promote myself on Facebook, I do get in more traffic to my sites, obviously, because that's more people that I'm promoting to. But sometimes it's worth it to me to just take a break. And when I'll come back, when I come back, I promote it there and I promote everybody that my or everybody everything that my Facebook audience has missed and actually it'll run traction through episodes that might not um have gotten a listen for a while or you know with my YouTube being new I don't know how exactly that's going to work but I'm sure to draw in people that haven't watched a video yet you know it's just how it works but um sometimes you definitely need that cleanse and even if you need to be off of all social media for a few days I promise it's not going, if you have sustained yourself in your name and you've gotten yourself out there, it's not going to hurt your business that bad. Now, it's not really realistic to be gone for that long. Even if you don't want to deactivate your stuff so people can still find you, just delete the app from your phone. So 
I promise once you delete the app from your phone, you'll find yourself going to the site less and less. And, you know, that can be a part of the cleansing process. Um, anytime I deactivate my Facebook or Messenger, or even if I want to just a break from it, but I don't want to deactivate it, I delete the apps from my phone and I absolutely do stay off of there and it absolutely does help me and my mental health. Um, because here's a few th key things about social media. So whether you want to admit it or not, social media makes us compare ourselves, okay? And we know comparison is the thief of all joy. It just is. Um, everything is aesthetically pleasing. Everybody is beautiful. Everybody has perfect lives on social media. It's very hard not to compare. So that's one, that's one thing that you won't have to worry about when you take a step back to cleanse yourself. Um, it will help you refocus, I promise. Social media can also take up a lot of your time and become addicting. So if you've ever noticed, you can become way less productive when you are so active on social media. Like I can tell you, or I actually couldn't tell you how many times I've thought to myself, okay, um, you know, I'm going to check my timeline. You know, it's probably shit I've already seen 5 billion times, but I'm going to go ahead and check it one more time. And then I'm going to get up and I'm going to start cleaning or I'm going to get up and I'm going to start making notes for, you know, my podcast or whatever. And two hours later, I'm still going back and forth from social media platform to social media platform looking at the same shit I've been looking at. We all do it. It's addictive. And it, it takes away our productivity. We don't want that. We want to reframe ourselves, refocus ourselves so we can do the stuff that really matters first. And a lot of people are guilty for this or uh, yeah, for this. So don't feel bad if you've did it. Just if I'm saying it and it's hitting home for you, just step back and reevaluate and maybe cleanse yourself for a few days. I promise you it helps. It puts you on the right track again and you'll be grateful that you did it. Also, um, you start pushing away real life obligations or I mean, come on, guys, we have all done this or you start getting caught up in dumb shit like stalking your old friends or your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, whatever, you know, like how productive is that? Like we're like, nope, sorry, uh, can't go out with you tonight. I'm, you know, just going to waste all my time on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever, you know, just to stalk to see what these people are doing that's probably not even thinking twice about about me and then god forbid i know some of y'all have been guilty with this because i know i sure have i was um looking up somebody's profile one time on instagram and uh connor was sitting right next to me and he grabbed my phone and when he did he hit the hearts and once you hit the heart you can't go back even if you block it it alerts them and i was like Oh my God, I look like a freaking psychopath now. I was so embarrassed. We've all been there. Even if you don't want to admit it, we have all been there. So come on, guys, step up, cleanse yourself, put your obligations first, get your productivity up, do what is important first, and then the rest of what you need to do, then you can get on social media. 
if you use social media as a business or as, you know, something trying to build your business, then get on there with strict intentions. Even if you got to type yourself out some notes or write yourself some notes, like this is exactly what I'm going to do when I hop on social media. I'm going to post something new or I'm going to uh, make a post about an ad. I'm going to update my audience of, you know, what's coming next in my store or what's coming next on my podcast or what's coming next on my YouTube or where I'm going next, uh, you know, what conference I'm going to be at, what speaking obligations I have, uh, you know, whatever you do on social media, get on there with the mind frame that you are getting on there for strictly business and then get off of there and wrap up whatever you need to wrap up in real life so you are still meeting all of your obligations. And then you know when you get in the habit of that, it won't be so hard to stay off scrolling on social media. Um, You'll start getting in the habit of, okay, okay, so I need to get on here and I need to do this for my business and, you know, promotion or whatever. But after I do this, you know, maybe I'll scroll down and, you know, see a few photos or see a few posts, but then I'm going to get off here and I'm going to continue what I really need to be doing in real life. And then especially if you cleanse yourself for a few days, I promise you it'll get easier and your mind frame will get different. But sometimes we all get sucked in and we all need that little break because honestly, Social media addiction is really, really not healthy, you guys. And it's not real. Like, half the time, you know, we could be, I mean, this is like with texting and not really social media, but we look like a bunch of zombies out here. Like, how many times are we, like, with our friends and we're still freaking texting them sitting across the room or we're hanging out and we're texting other people that aren't aren't there with us. Like, if you're going to invite somebody to be with you, put your damn phone down. And I'm not just cursing at you all. It's me too. And pay attention to the person that is in front of you. Give them your time. Give them your respect and enjoy each other. You guys, we only get one life and we really need to value the people in front of us more than, you know, strangers that we never see or acquaintances or people on social media. You know what I mean? Um, Next, so this is going to kind of go hand in hand with the first one I went over, which was bad friends. Now, this one is get rid of a toxic relationship if you're in one. And this is going to be a really hard one because oftentimes we know it's toxic, but we're so in love and we're so sucked in. And if you're like me and you want to fix people, it's 10 times harder to get out because you think, oh, if I do this, if I do that yada, 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 you know, this will change, that'll change. But no, I'm sorry to tell you, uh, without serious help, it's probably not going to change. It may be scary and intimidating to be single at first. But it's better than being in a relationship where you feel all alone and are stressed and upset all the time. Now I'm going to give you guys and I'm sorry if I'm sniffling a lot. I've had a, a runny nose this week. Um, so sorry about that. But I'm going to give you guys an example. So a lot of you all know that I tried over and over and over again to work things out with um, my twin's dad. 
Well, when he got out of state prison back at back, he, by the way, he's in federal prison now, but when he got out of state prison back in the beginning of, um, 2018, I'll never forget it. He got out March 30th and he was in a better mind frame, but a lot of times people that are in and out of prison, no matter how great their heart is, especially if they're like him and they're addicted to drugs, they get out into the real world, they're institutionalized and they cannot resist all the temptation. But it was March 30th. I went and got him. We were so freaking happy. And, um, it went on like that. I remember like, you know, we, I was just so happy again. I, I felt fulfilled. I felt like my family was together. Um, we were having so much fun together. You know, it was nice being able to sleep in the same bed every night. Like I always felt like he was my soulmate. There was nothing more comfortable than being on his chest and listening to his heartbeat every night. I just, I could never take that for granted. And I loved him you know, the only love that I've known that is stronger than the love that I had for him and still have for him is my children. And, you know, but he just was, I felt like he was, he was it for me. I just loved him and I was willing to do anything to make it work. Well, about a month and a half into it, um, there was one night when he went out and, he stopped answering the phone and he didn't come home. And I was laying there in the middle of the night crying. And you know what the first thought I had, you guys? What it was? I sat there and I thought, oh my God, like my stomach was turning. Um, my head was going in a billion different directions. My heart was crushed, you know, because I knew that he had probably had backslid and he was probably out in the street somewhere. And I was like, oh my God, I don't miss this feeling. Like, I don't miss this at all. I'd rather be single than to go through this shit again, you know? And, all right, guys, sorry, I had to chop up that part because for whatever reason, I'm telling y'all, my panic attacks are ruthless. And I was just sitting there talking and recording like I always do. And I felt like I couldn't catch my breath. So I had to stop it right there to calm myself down real quick. Um, but I am all right. So what I was saying is, you know, it just really brought back the fact like, would you rather just be single and know yourself and go to sleep peacefully every night knowing that you're not going to be played or lay in bed next to somebody that has 5 billion issues and that is doing all kinds of stuff behind your back and you constantly have to worry. I mean, you know, and I had been through that so many times with him. I was just exhausted of it. So anyways, after that night, we tried to work things out again because of course, you know, we talked through it. I wasn't going to give up getting my family back that easy. And, um, for another couple of weeks, things were good. You know, we were just like, we always were like best friends and soulmates and laughing together and having fun together. I mean, without the drugs involved, we really did have a fantastic relationship, just one that you would dream of 
And that's the part that I kept going back to when things would turn bad because I knew that he wasn't this person that he became when he was on drugs. But the thing is, is I couldn't change him and it was straining my energy and it was making me toxic as well because here we are, you know, my kids have grown up in a house where they've never known what, you know, fighting is or anything like that for the most part unless they fight with each other or unless I'm yelling at them because they're in trouble. And now all of a sudden they're living in this household where, you know, they're they're hearing us fight all the time. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this to my kids. Like, you can either get it together or you can get out. I love you so much, but I cannot do this. Like, you know, if this is the way you want to go, I remember taking him somewhere and saying, you have until tomorrow to figure out what you want to do. But if you're still here by tomorrow and not home, then don't come back. And the next day he called asking to come back. And I said, no, I said what I said. I don't want you back in here. I don't care how bad it hurts me. I'll get through it. And that's exactly what I did. And sometimes that's what you've got to do. And I cried for months over it okay for months because I loved him I was in love with him and it sucked because I thought that was it for me it was my second chance to put my family back together and I thought that you know God would put it back together but you know God instead said look Heather you can't fix people they have to surrender to me to be fixed and he hasn't done that so you need to focus on yourself and your children um you know, you can start to lose your self identity to a partner that manipulates you and puts you down constantly. Okay, so it doesn't just have to be a drug addiction, you know, maybe they're a habitual cheater or a habitual liar. You know, people that have problems like that, they tend to divert the problems and then blame them on you okay um so let's say you found out that they were cheating now all of a sudden they're like their guilty conscience is putting it all on you well no uh why are you saying that have you cheated on me let me go through your phone blah 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 or they don't get angry like that they manipulate you or say things that make you feel sorry for them and then you know what like i said it's very toxic and then eventually you're going to get tired of the shit and you're going to become a toxic person because instead of getting out of that relationship, you are trying to make it work and the only thing that you're making work is the fact that you're still living together but you're fighting all the time and so now you have all this built up anger and aggression in you that you never thought that you could have and this person has it too and you can't get along like that you cannot save a relationship like that you have to come to reality and come to terms that some things just don't last and maybe they'll come back and be better in the future a lot of times they won't a lot of times you'll just find yourself and then find something better with you know friendship wise or relationship wise but you know know your worth and accept no less than that next is resetting your energy okay so just like I've been talking about this whole episode reframe your mind by waking up every single day with positive affirmations and I've said this in another episode Positive affirmations are so 
powerful. I do it. My children do it. I think that it's so vital in this life. You know, I sit in my mirror sometimes and I know I look crazy. I know I do. But I will look at myself and say, you are beautiful. You are worth it. You are going to have the house of your dreams one day. You are going to have the job of your dreams one day. One day you won't struggle. You are going to work your butt off and you are going to be rewarded. And then my kids will, you know, say things like, I'm so smart. I can pass this test. My studying will pay off. I'm going to have a good day at school. I'm going to make new friends. I'm going to compliment somebody today and be complimented back because I passed out the niceness and even if I don't get complimented back I still feel more fulfilled because I gave somebody something and it I'm telling you guys um the power of positivity is so powerful okay um the universe um is just it works in mysterious ways. What you put out there is what you will get. And if I could give you the greatest example of all times, it's this. So about a month ago, I was going through my Facebook memories. And something was I was sick that day and I wasn't having a good day. And I swear to you all, I went to my Facebook memories and In fact, I was reading this to one of my friends on every year prior on that day. It was the same thing. I was either sick or I was having a bad day or something happened every year back to 2010. Now, that if that doesn't tell you something, I don't know what will. The universe hears you, it sees you, and it's waiting for you to put positive out there. But if you constantly put negative out there, negative is what's going to come back to you, okay? Um, you have to speak life over yourself. Okay, so whatever you believe in, if you believe in God, then you know God's word does say, you know, speak life in yourself. If you believe in just the, you know, the universe, well, you know, um, that's what happens. You get what you give. It's a natural pull. Um, oh my gosh, what is that? Uh, what's that? That uh, movie? Um, it's about the positive energy. I always know what this is. But anyways, if I figure it out, I'll link it in my show notes. Um, but here's the thing. You can make out your whole life with your words. And you can achieve anything you want simply by believing in yourself. Yes, you have to put in the footwork, but you're more than likely to put in the footwork if you believe that you can do something. You can only go as far as what you believe, okay? And um, trust me on that one. Don't carry the burdens from the day before with you into a new day. So again, you know, we, this is life. This is real life. We're not going to have a positive and great day every day because we're humans. You know, sometimes, sometimes we are going to have bad days, but at night, put that to rest and say, you know what? 
this is not going to defeat me. It was a bad day. Tomorrow's a new beginning and start training your mind. So when you wake up the next day, you can wake up fresh. It's the best way to do this is like the first five to 10 minutes you're awake. If you got to sit up or if you can do it laying down without falling back asleep, I actually have to sit up. So every day I'll wake up, I'll sit up, I'll close my eyes, I'll kind of meditate and I'll pray. And um, I'll speak my positive affirmations after that. And it sets the tone for, you know, a great day to do whatever I'm doing that day. It really, really does work. I've been doing this um, for the past month and a half. And it's really sad that it took me, um, you know, it, it took possible cancer and to, you know, feel like I could die to start living. So don't get to that point. You know, you shouldn't have to, you know, have a life or a death sentence to start living. Live now. Do it now because tomorrow is not promised. How do you want to end this life? Get up every day, clear your mind and start fresh. And I promise you, it will make you a whole different person and it will turn your life around in such a great way. You know, right now I could be really down and depressed. Um, you know, I do have bad days because I'm in a scary situation, but I could be in bed every day moping around, you know, complaining and crying and not, you know, recording to my podcast, not starting a YouTube channel, not getting up and going places because the situation I'm in is scary. And yes, it does have symptoms. So some days I'm really sick and some days I, I need a couple hour nap. But you know what? No, I'm not going to waste life like that. You know, so what? Maybe I am home right now. Maybe I can't go to work right now. Maybe they have me off and there's, you know, there's a lot on my shoulders and I have a risk to my life and all that. But I can still make the best of it. And that's when I started saying, you know what? I have all this free time. So I'm just going to start pouring my heart and soul back into my podcast, make the YouTube channel that I always want to make. And every day I have something on my planner that I got to get up and do. I still obligate myself to things. So I still have some type of schedule. So I'm least likely to get into a great big hole of depression. Okay. Um, it's what you have to do and you have to keep going. And then, like I said, I started that meditation and praying and um, I started taking my positive affirmations seriously again. And it has been a true help, especially in a situation like this. Okay, shift your focus to be encouraged to meet any daily goals with positive reinforcement. Again, I'm going to read that. Shift your focus to be encouraged to meet your daily goals with positive reinforcement. That's so powerful. And that's what I was just talking about. You know, my focus used to be on other things. And I was getting depressed because I am a person that needs to go to work. I like to be at work. Um, I like knowing that I'm being productive. And I do have a lot of uh, problems with anxiety and, and depression and stuff. So I was like, I, I, I was talking to my mom one day and I was like, you know what? I cannot mope around like this. Like if I have to be home, I'm going to make the best of it. So I'm going to get my planner and I'm going to give myself a schedule just like I, I'm at work. 
And, you know, like I have not been paying attention to my podcast. I said I was going to post on YouTube and I never did. So that's going to change. So a couple weeks ago, I got out my journal and I started studying for podcast episodes and I started um, looking up videos on how to edit and I knew it wouldn't be the best and I knew that it was going to be nerve wracking at first and they weren't going to be the best videos, but how am I ever going to truly learn if I don't start? So I started writing a schedule out in my planner, okay? I get up every single morning at 7.15 to start my day because I got to get my kids up. My son goes to school a little bit earlier because my oldest because he's in middle school. So I get him to school. I come home, get the rest of my three kids ready, take them to school. I come home. I eat a light breakfast. I take the dog out. Um, I pick up whatever I need to pick up in the house. And then I start working on what I need to work on. So sometimes my planner will say, study for your next episode, write out your notes, um, brainstorm what you want to do for episode five, episode six. Um, you know, I plan this stuff ahead. Okay. What do you need now for your YouTube channel? What episodes are you going to do on that? You need to structure this. And if I'm taking a break from the notes on, um, you know, my podcast or YouTube and I'm having like a free day without that, I'll even, guys, I know it's crazy, but I'll even schedule myself allotted reading time. Uh, I will dig into a book that is like self-help books that's going to encourage me, that's going to fill my mind and educate me. So I will sit there and I will read and I will evaluate myself. Um, Even if I'm not doing anything, sometimes, you know, I'll get up even if I'm just sitting around the house and I'll put on my makeup or If I have none of that to do, I'll go to somebody's house and talk with them. And then a lot of other days, I do have doctor's appointments and stuff like that. But the point being is, because I'm sick, I still allot myself an hour or two every day to take a nap because my body is filled with infection right now and it really does need the extra sleep. But besides that little nap, every hour of my day is accounted for between my activities and my kids or my doctor's appointments, you know, whatever. And that greatly, greatly helps me. And um, it makes me feel a lot more accomplished and productive. And that's what I like feeling like at the end of the day. Okay, the next is letting go. You need to let go of the people, places, things that you can't control, except and come to terms with it. Now, we've talked a lot about this in this episode, so I'm not going to go too into detail. It's the art of letting go. Like I said, it's a hard concept sometimes, especially when it comes to people, but it's going to make your life a lot easier, and um, it's going to give you a lot better energy surrounding you, and you're going to be more... Um, more positive, I I guess, for lack of better terms, because I can't come up with a better word, um, you know, for that right now. But it's definitely going to throw in more positivity into your life. 
You can't change the fate of things, but you can change how you react to them. Now, this takes a lot of training, especially if you come from an Italian family like me and you're hot headed and you all say what you want to say. And, you know, you got that hot blood and you're blunt. I am so blunt and so hot headed. This is a hard one to train for. Trust me. But not everything deserves a reaction. Not everything needs a reaction. And you have to learn the art, even if it does get a reaction out of you, okay? It doesn't always need to be a negative one. Sometimes your reaction you know, can just be like, okay, like if somebody expresses your feelings to you and you don't feel like it's fair what they're saying, you can simply say, okay, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. You know, I'll try to work in this area. Um, you know, let's see what we can do. How can we work on this? Or sometimes, you know, it's better to ignore certain situations so you don't add fuel to the fire. Change your reactions because it will make you a lot more calm of a person. And I promise it will change, you know, everything around you. Um, your reaction can greatly affect everything around you. Because if you tell me something and I get pissy and... I start bitching at you and everything starts going off like a bunch of fireworks. For the rest of the day, I'm going to feel like shit because I put all my energy into this and I got my blood pressure up and it's going to bother me the whole day. So while that may take practice to learn how to react to things, please use it and practice it because it will change the, the outcome of a lot of situations for you. Remember that growing is painful, but it is extremely rewarding. It will allow you to heal as a person and become a better version of yourself. Absolutely. Um, they say anything worth having won't come easy. And that is also pertaining to you growing as a person. It is never going to be easy. You will have growing pains, but it absolutely will be worth it at the end of the day when you morph into the type of person you want to be. When you start when you start attracting great things to yourself. The law of attraction, you guys. You put positive out, you get positive back. You make positive friends, you know, you go back and forth. They push you along. They help you. They motivate you and you do the same for them. You'll start watching everything transforming your life and it is so worth it. And lastly, you need to look within yourself. Ask yourself if you are toxic. And this is a hard one, you guys. This was a very hard one for me to take on um, a couple weeks ago because I did start looking from the inside out. Am I toxic? Because, you know, you always want to believe that somebody is pushing you to that point. But like I said, if you've ever been in bad friendships or you've ever been in bad relationships, you can grow toxic traits from those and, you know, they can stick with you. So you really need to look in within yourself. Um, think about your interaction with people, the way you speak and act, the environments you find yourself in. Ask yourself these questions. Are you happy? 
Are you giving the best of yourself to the people and things in your life? Um, you don't have to be positive and happy all the time. However, sometimes to remove toxicity, it's best to look within. Empower yourself to change and be a better you every single day. Now, this by far may be the most important out of all of it because, like I said, sometimes, you know, it, it may not be your fault. You may have been through a lot of abuse in a past relationship or friendship or, you know, with family. You know, I've been through it all. I've been through a, a very abusive friendship, uh, a very abusive relationship, and I have had an abusive family member in my life for almost all of my life, okay? Um, so, you know, it is hard, but I can also think of times when I've been the toxic friend, when I've been the toxic girlfriend, and when I've been the toxic person in my family, okay? It's not a one-way street. You really need to evaluate yourself and any bad habits that you have, where they're stemming from, um, you know, who exactly is bringing it out of you and why, and then you need to learn how to get rid of that energy and those traits. For me, Therapy really helps me. Meditation really helps me. Praying really helps me. Positive affirmations really helped me. Um, reading self-help books helped so much. Um, I also watch like uh, encouraging videos, um, you know, on YouTube. I'll look them up and or I'll, I'll look up certain certain sermons. Uh, one of my favorite pastors to watch is Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. If you have never watched him and you have belief in God and Jesus, please go watch Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. He has, he's younger and he has such powerful, amazing sermons and it really will help with your growth process. Now, am I saying that I'm a perfect person now, no, I, I'm not. None of us will ever be perfect. And we're still going to run into things that cause us problems. And we're still going to have bad days. And we're still going to wake up sometimes on the wrong side of the bed. Because you know what? We're all flawed. We're all human. God made none of us perfect. But we can put in work and be proactive about a lot of things. And we can greatly change the, traje the trajectory of our life. We can. Um, that is solely up to you though. You are responsible for that. That is completely in your hands. Do you want to stay where you are today? Do you want to stay in this spot where you're not moving up in work, where, you know, you, you want a bigger house and a, and a nicer car, or you want to travel to Europe, but you're not doing you're not putting in any footwork for it you're not putting anything great into the universe you're not making any substantial plans guys you're not ever gonna just snap your finger 
and get what you want. You have to absolutely put in the work. And to put in the extra hard work, the extra hard work, it starts with you inside of you, the way your mind works, okay? It absolutely, your mind is way more powerful than you think it is. And it has way more pull on you than you think it does. If you think something is not possible, it will never be possible. The world's not going to open up a possibility that you yourself don't believe in and that I can absolutely assure you of. So I know this episode has been a really long one, but I wanted to close out this episode with this quote And it says, detoxing isn't just about the food we put in our body, but about what we feed our minds as well as our souls. And I love this because it is so true. You know, if you want good things, you have to consume good things and not just food. Um, you know, oftentimes people want to get healthier and they eat healthier, but they're not growing a healthier spirit. You know, you idol or idolize, not idolize, Heather. Good, great. I think I've been talking for too long. Utilize your time to the very best of your ability. Um, there's so much that we can get from this world and you have to really have a thirst and hunger for those things. You have to want to better yourself. You know, once you get done with one book, read another one that will feed your soul. Um, write in a journal, start new traditions Um, Start on a project that you've always wanted to do. Again, get out of those toxic friendships and relationships. And although they may hurt at first, you're, you're gearing yourself up for a better life. And then once you get out of them, help yourself. Because you'll never get back into another friendship or healthy relationship until you've ridded yourself of those toxic energies too. Um, So, It really is work, but it is work well spent. And you will never regret growing as a person because it's going to bring you so much satisfaction for the rest of your life. I promise you. And, um, you know, I have been strictly working on this for a month and a half and I can see so much change in myself. So, you know, I can only imagine where I'm going to be for, for, you know, six months from now. Um, it's an amazing, amazing process. But you guys, I know this was such a long episode, but I felt to take my time on this episode because it is such an important topic that Every single person that's listening to this podcast can relate to. Um, you know, we we need this type of talk sometimes. We need to wake up and face reality. And we need to have somebody tell us like, hey, I'm a human too. I'm not always perfect. And I can, I can almost promise out of everything that I went over today, there was at least one category that you need to work on. And I do hope that you all learned something from this episode because even taking notes and studying and going through, you know, thing after thing, 
I learned stuff about myself and I learned how to handle um, some situations better than even, you know, I have been doing on this, you know, journey of self-discovery and positivity. So I do hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Um, If you like the episode, please remember to download the Uncensored Woman today. Also, if I'm going to say it again, if you're on iTunes, go ahead and you know, rate it and review it. I always appreciate that. And as always, if you guys need me for any reason, you always remain anonymous. Please email me at my business email, which is the uncensored woman at gmail.com. That's one word in all lowercase, the uncensored woman at gmail.com. And I'll get right back to you. Also, the link for my YouTube will be in the show notes this week. But I hope you all have an amazing Friday and weekend. And for today's episode, thank you for just listening to The Uncensored Woman. I am your host, Heather Christine, and I'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye, guys.